This is Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson. I'm a life coach in Portland, Oregon, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams. I'm a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we are going to be talking about making work fun. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. It's in it's in the 60s here, so I'm happy because <laughs> it was below zero just a few days ago. Oh my so, goodness! Yeah, yeah. It's like from polar vortex to um, what do they call that? Pineapple Express. <laughs> I like it. Polar <laughs> Express to Pineapple Express. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's delightful, and I can't believe I talk about the weather every time you ask me how I am. That's really boring. But <laughs> apparently, how I am is related to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I could see that it would have a major impact on you. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, it's I mean, you won't even come visit me except in certain months. It's very true. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we've had that play out before. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. Yeah, we need we need to, you to stay in nice weather at all times, yeah. Shannon, unless you're climbing a mountain. Which I'm a delicate, delicate. hothouse flower. That's right. Yeah. So we make work fun by laughing all the time while we podcast, right? Yes. This is the funnest work ever. So it is. It doesn't I really think that's like the work. end of the episode. Podcast yeah. with a friend. Yeah. And then work will be fine. <laughs> the end. The end. That's right. But really, I think work, if you can make your work fun, whether it's podcasting or, which sadly is just a small portion of our work, right? Right. Um, but whatever your job is or however you make money, if it can be fun, then life is better with without a doubt, right? That's right. It just, you know, especially if it's something that you're going to be doing day in and day out then you might as well have as good a time as you can have doing it. Yeah, I think about every now and then I'll go into a retail establishment and the the person who's waiting on me is like in a bad mood or something. And mm-hmm. um, and I think, or they just seem unhappy at work. And I think, oh man, if they were cheerful and interacting with people, everyone would be nicer to them. And work would be so much more fun. I mean, I just think we are in control, even when we're in jobs where we're not our own boss. I think we can, in a certain way, be in control of making work fun by just the way we interact with other people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and um, even if we're not interacting with other people, how we uh, interact with ourselves around our work, you know, how we Mm -hmm. perceive our work, if it if um, we perceive it as doable, it becomes much more fun than if we perceive it as overwhelming and impossible. <laughs> right. Yeah. If we're like yeah. Sisyphus pushing a rock up a, a mountain and over and over again, that's no fun. 
But yeah, right. I think, oh gosh, yeah, a, a little bit of that feeling satisfied kind of comes into play here. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, absolutely. And what I was thinking of is, you know, p- perfectionism can make work not very fun because you it's unachievable. Mm-hmm. And so if it feels unachievable because you can't ever reach perfect, it's going to be really hard to have fun and enjoy what you're doing. Agreed. And so I know I try really hard to have fun, even with the boring tasks or the tedious tasks. And I'm lucky enough that my actual hands-on organizing work is almost always fun. Maybe it's just because I love doing it. And, and because I usually work in teams, so that adds to the fun. <clears throat> if you get a group of organizers together organizing, because <laughs> we're weird, <laughs> and we think Everyone's it's so much fun. Everyone's super happy. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes we're, we're giddy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> So in my case, I think working, uh, establishing a business where I work in teams is, has definitely helped make my work fun. Um, when I was working one-on-one, I was having fun as well, but it was a slower pace and a quieter thing. So not yeah. always as much fun. Right. Well, and um, with your teamwork, you, you're working with your client, but you're also working with your team members. So emotionally, it's a little bit different. Um, yes. You know. That's a good sort. point. Yeah, working one-on-one, <clears throat> um, it's all about that relationship with the client and yeah how fun they are can have a big (laughs) a big right well and i imagine um that a certain number of people that bring in a one-on-one organizer that it's a really stressful emotional experience Mm -hmm. you know the overwhelm from the clutter or the inability to do it themselves so it makes it a little bit hard for them to have fun or to think about it as being fun Mm -hmm. but i bet you change that for people i try Absolutely. I think we usually, we often get comments that, oh, this was, this wasn't as hard as I expected or was more fun than I expected. And yeah. Yeah. And used to, when I was working one-on-one, there were some, there were tears <laughs> sometimes, oh, uh, yeah. fairly often. And now there's rarely tears. Um, and there's usually a lot of laughter. Oh, and, that's so nice. Yeah. And the tears were good tears, mind you. But right. uh, yeah, but I just as soon have laughter. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there anything, I'm curious, is there anything in particular that you have done with your with your clients who are maybe not starting out having so much fun to help them have more fun? Well, I think part of it, I kind of jolly them up, right? I mean, I try to make it yeah. fun and, and we keep the pace go- as fast as we can and, and uh, um, a lot of cheerleading happens I think especially in in if what they're doing is decluttering and letting stuff go and I think that gets easier um as 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 the decisions are made they start getting easier and and there's more and more cheerleading so I think that helps um gosh uh I really I don't work one-on-one very much anymore, so I'm even having trouble remembering. <laughs> but, uh, I think a lot of it is attitude uh, uh-huh. and, and helping people who recognize the progress that they're making. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I think that's probably 
um, what I do with myself. I mean, I work with clients one-on-one and I too try to help them you know have fun or see the humor and what's going on or you know make it more enjoyable because you know we can all sort of get caught up in our stuff and take it way too seriously right i mean even i mean people who are using your services need to be taking their life seriously they're hiring a life coach right but right it doesn't have to be serious as in the lack as in no fun at all right yeah right right and um i this reminds me that my quote in my yearbook page this was in college was from oscar wilde and it was life's far too important to take seriously (laughs) (laughs) so you you've been thinking about this for a little while Uh, just a bit apparently yeah yeah oh that's (laughs) just a couple of decades ooh, lots of decades it's my 30th <laughs> college reunion this year <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, yeah a few decades um yeah <laughs> well and when you know i've known you for not that long but for a couple of decades half that and, time oh more than that right oh yeah actually yeah, yeah we're going on 20 years um i guess it's 18 this year or yeah. depending on how you count it, 19, since we yeah. had a, started a virtual relationship. Anyway, right. <laughs> I would say you definitely embrace that. You have always been great about finding the humor in any situation. Well, thank you. I, <laughs> You're um, welcome. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's that's nice that you think that. Don't you, Oh, you don't agree? Um. Well, I think I do. I think that my tendency is to focus on the stuff that I'm taking too seriously as opposed to where I'm finding the fun, which, you know, that's, I think, a little bit of the perfectionism in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think I do um, try to find the fun. And, um, and when I notice that I'm getting too serious about something that, that – I try to lighten it, lighten mm-hmm. up. Right. I think you do a good job of that. I mean, when I just yeah. think about all the belly laughs we have shared over the years. Right. In, in discussing many, many things. <laughs> <laughs> and experiencing many things. Some not altogether pleasant. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, it, but to me, it, it sort of fits in with my mantra of let it be easy. I like that like maybe the sub, or not sub, but an accompanying mantra is don't take it too seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and um, letting work be easy is the first step to making it fun. Oh, fun, right. Because easy stuff is more fun. More generally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think your point about letting go of perfectionism at work so that it can become more fun is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everything we've said about perfectionism up till now still counts <laughs> at work. Um, and, 
you know, I think there's a lot of other things, spe- work specific that you can do to to make things more fun or to help things be fun. Um, and I think, you know, one of the things that we talked about was gamification mm-hmm. can make it much more fun. So I know that from, like, I know there are many apps that gamify many things. And uh, <laughs> yes. I don't tend to have any of those apps. I don't think, I probably do, but I just don't use them. Um, yeah. But like in less uh, technical, not using technology, I've gamified a few things in my work life, and I'm interested in hearing how you've gamified yours. But like the things that come to mind for me are I will frequently, like a small child, uh, set a timer (laughs) and try to get beat the clock, get stuff done. Uh-huh. By the time the clock goes off, my mother used to do this with me. <laughs> it's where I learned. Oh yeah, term. my mom yeah. used to do that to me too. Yeah, it still works for me. Um, absolutely. <laughs> and I also had that um, my to-do list bingo uh, that I created a few years back when I was just trying to make the everyday tasks m- more fun. That was really effective. Yeah. And I, I have blog posts. I can put a link to a blog post about it. Um, on our show notes if it appeals. I almost pulled it out just the other day um, because I was needing some sort of something. But I yeah. got lazy. I, I would have had to find it or something. So I um, yeah. I instead numbered my tasks and then got out a die and threw the die and or maybe dice oh. and went that route. <laughs> just to, <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of fun. Yeah, does that count as gamifying? Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, the, you know, it's just anything will get me get me going, get me getting the little tasks I don't want to do. Um, any kind yeah. of game I can throw at it, I will. What about you? Do you gamify? Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if you ever paid much attention to this when you were using Todoist, but it has a little bit of gamification. Oh, that's um, right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so it has, what do they call it, karma, karma points, points or something? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't remember uh, exactly what it was, but I think it was like karma points. Yeah, I think it was karma points. And um, so, and you also can set like the number of tasks you want to accomplish in a day and the number in a week. And, you know, you can sort of set up the um, system to, so that you can, you know, hit those goals and then you get a little celebration, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the other thing, I mean, I, I'm really use my, my, um, paper planner. That's what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just do a break the chain on whatever habit I'm trying to create. So, you know, it's it seems like the things that are the least fun are the sort of everyday um, tasks that really sort of just need to be a habit. They're you know the mm-hmm. sa- the things that you sort of need to do on a regular basis, or the things that um, are constantly like email. You know, dealing with your email. Um, so and that can become a daily habit by either doing something like you do with 
inbox zero or if you have a big backlog you know just setting an amount of time that you work on it every day but then but turning that into a game like you know how many emails can i get through in 15 minutes right um that's how i usually use a timer which i do a lot and i do timers a lot when i go to sit down at my desk and it's just in complete disarray and um, I'll set a timer for 15 minutes and see how much I can get done clearing my desk. And you've you've been the beneficiary of a number of before and after pictures. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that that timer that keeps you focused is and has that beat the clock going. I think it's great. I did it uh, yesterday. I think it was. I, except instead of setting a timer, I set a playlist for a 15 minute playlist for. Uh, oh, that's a great idea. Up, upbeat songs and just and mm-hmm. stop doing. And I, you know, and you get a lot done of uh, desk cleaning done in fifteen minutes. Mine, yeah, my mess had expanded beyond the desk to the floor, but um, I got it. <laughs> I got it taken care the of. The extended desk. <laughs> yes, I have a large desk. <laughs> I have a ten by thirteen desk. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, I think that's excellent. And I just have to report, by the way, that I achieved inbox zero on. I think it was Friday, the Thursday, Thursday or Friday, I forget which. Um, And I've been able to keep it up. So once you get there, it's so easy to keep up. And it just felt, felt so good. It was Thursday. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, and I'm noticing like when I was saying about the um, sending you pictures of my desk, and um, I think I saw that you shared that on social media that you hit inbox zero, Mm -hmm. that that's part of what makes it fun for me is sharing it with someone else and having someone else, you know, cheering with me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even something as simple as, you know, I was actually able to clear my desk in 15 minutes. Like I know if I send you a before picture and say, I'm going to spend 15 minutes on my desk that you will send me a little cheer text back. And, um, and that makes it more fun for me. Yeah. And, Almost always when you do that, I then do the same thing. I'm, you always <laughs> inspire me to do it because I always need to do it. And so uh-huh. both of us benefit. <laughs> it works out really that's well. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, I think well, I, that's a uh, good yeah. thing to remember if you, um, if you often work by yourself um, to bring someone in on it and, and that will help make it fun. Even if it's just, um, and I've had throughout the years, I've had varying arrangements of um, checking in with people or via email or text or, you know, sometimes phone calls and that that always makes it more fun and somehow easier to do. Mm -hmm. And I think we've talked here about how you and I have been known to like work on clearing out a space on the phone together or we're both working on our own thing obviously and yeah not necessarily even talking but we're on the phone and <laughs> we, something interesting right. is found we say something yes and just keep each other company um, right right well that's how we started declutter happy hour right which is essentially how we started our podcast so it all boils down yeah. to that yeah right it's the origin right. story yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> needing to get on the phone to um they're off our to, desks <laughs> yeah <laughs> so really we should be grateful for our messy desks 
That's right. We should be. We owe a lot to our messy desks. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) But I'm thinking about um, uh, workplaces, you know, for people who are going to a job and, and working with other people. And it's been a while for me, but I can think of other situations that are similar um but you know is there is there anything that comes to mind for you in thinking about that um for how people could make work more fun in a more traditional work environment yeah it's been a while since i was in a traditional work environment and i but i will tell you that back when I worked at the Missouri Botanical Garden, we, mm-hmm. um, we had a small staff in the public relations department and we were a close knit and we did really neat stuff together. It wasn't like formal um, team building exercises, which I tend to not want to do. <laughs> but yeah. um, but just <laughs> when I was cleaning up my, um, I was cleaning out a closet recently in my house, in my office. And I came across some poems, for example, that we had all written one another. It, it, our Christmas holiday gifts were, had to be poems, not stuff. Um, oh. I think we, yeah, we had some, you know, rule, there were rules. But they were so clever and so sweet. And uh, I only had the copies because my one of the team members had found them in her files and, and photocopied them and sent them to me. Um, so, you know, we were lucky that way that we had a small staff so we could really yeah. devise ways to enjoy one another. But it, it, to me, it, bo- it boils down to if you, you know, when you can, enjoying the people you're with. If you're in an office, you might as well, you know, with other people, <laughs> if you can yeah. figure out ways to interact in ways that are really enjoyable. I, I this is apropos of nothing, but I just got a, a, there was a tweet yesterday from somebody I worked with at the International Institute, whom I haven't seen in eight years and she dreamt about me the other night in a very crazy oh. dream that that um she detailed in twitter <laughs> that was fun <laughs> i'm surprised she remembers me at all let alone dreaming about for you me. to show up in her dream <laughs> yeah 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 anyway um so that's what popped to mind was relationships for for me yeah. in terms of making work fun but um certainly gamifying it to the extent that we can uh at the workplace it's helpful timers are always helpful what do you think yeah well as you were saying that i was remembering way way back when i worked at portland brewing um i used to have a big jar of um jolly ranchers at my desk and people would come by and i worked at a brewery and so you know there was the office and then there was the the people who were making beer and packaging beer and stuff. And so, but everyone would come through periodically during the day to come get a Jolly Rancher. And um, and I sort of forgotten about this, but so it was really fun for me to have um, people come through and, you know, get to chat. And I'm, you know, it would be sort of annoying if I was trying to get a long if I was trying to have a long work period or something and people were keep interrupting, but, um, you know, maybe having something like that when you do have, uh, when you're doing things that are less disturbed by being interrupted, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm 
Yeah, I like um, that. Yeah, it was always yeah. sort of fun. Um, but I think nice. I think you're right. Like, and the and also like, I, I also remember when I was there, like things felt really serious and really important and very stressful. And um, had I had a better ability to be like, how much does this really matter? Like, yeah. yes, I would like to do this and I'd like to do it well. And no one's gonna die if you know the something doesn't happen with the beer, you know. Right. <laughs> Hopefully. Like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless the thing that doesn't happen is taking the poison out of the beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, luckily there was no poison that uh, I know okay, of. Good. Yeah. No, you're so right. And don't you think that perspective sometimes comes with age too? Like, I mean, it's always easier to look back on something and realize, yeah, it really. It felt yeah. really serious and but really well and I think age. it's also culture mm-hmm. too and I and you know I don't have really any direct experience with a lot of um, you know the m- sort of the modern culture work culture and but it it feels like really competitive and it feels like e- especially with the technology now, like you have to be connected all the time. And I think figuring out some boundaries um, is necessary and will help you create the space where you can have some fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, to the extent that you're able to set boundaries, depending, I guess, on your work situation. Yeah. But, you know, controlling those things you can control. Right. I like that notion of creating space so you can have fun. Yeah. Well, that's maybe like a a useful way to think about it is uh, how how to create that space. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of like trying to cram one more thing in, like, you know, oh, now I have to gamify my work. Like that becomes more work. <laughs> right. Great. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, like thinking about how can you um, open up the possibility to have more fun. I like that. Yeah, is maybe a useful way to think about it. Um, and I just had another thought thought um well you know reminding yourself that it's possible to have fun oh and and reminding yourself to consider how you might make something more fun Mm -hmm. or at least easier um, right. But I feel like we've talked about this recently, the idea of, this is what I was going to say, the idea of um, um, how, like, overthinking something, perseverating on something, like, takes up so much energy. And if you um, allow yourself to just do things, then it, it creates the space to have more enjoyment while you're doing it. So do rather than think about doing. Yes. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yeah. Interesting. Use that energy for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Free up some of your personal capacity for fun. That's it. Yes. I knew we talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, just last week, I think it was. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I was the thing that yeah, <laughs> the thing that zipped through my head was that before we started recording today, we discovered that both of our husbands are on jury duty in separate cities. And yes. I was thinking, I wonder how if Barry is figuring out a way to make jury duty fun. Something tells me the answer is no. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> What about Mike? Do you think he's having some fun at jury duty? I am guessing that he is having fun at jury yeah, duty. I bet. I think he probably is. He's probably chatting up yeah. everybody. Whereas Barry texted me because he was very happy he sitting in a row by himself. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> so well, I think their ideas fun. of fun are a little bit different. Well, you know, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And actually, that's a really, really good point isn't it that like my idea of fun is interacting with people and laughing a lot but um but that doesn't mean that's a listener's idea of fun or my husband's idea of fun yeah right so fun is what is in the eye of the beholder yes fun is in the eye of the beholder (laughs) Uh, fun is in the eye of the fun maker right (laughs) fun fun finder All right, we're starting to get ridiculous now, I think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Too much it's sort fun. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, I think that is an excellent point, though, is that what's fun to you? Um, and that's what's most important is, you know, how, how um, what is enjoyable to you, what makes something enjoyable, um, and... How can you bring more of that into your work? Right, is making sure that your idea of fun isn't infringing upon your coworkers' idea of fun. I suppose. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of a mean, mean trick that was Uh-oh. played on a certain person at the brewery. Um, there would be like one paper would get delivered into the lunchroom, and there was someone who always wanted to do the crossword and then you know then everyone would get upset because there was only one crossword and so then only one person could do the crossword so then um they started making photocopies of the crossword and leaving a stack of photocopies there so that people could do it um which was a great idea and then some trickster decided to um take I can't remember if it was yesterday's puzzle or yesterday's clues and put them with today's puzzle or clues so it'd be like oh <laughs> so you couldn't do and the then photo and then photocopying that <gasps> and leaving a stack of photocopies with mismatched puzzles and clues <laughs> Well, that's, that's definitely somebody's sense of fun infringing on other people's. Exactly. <laughs> did, did, the, so did the puzzle makers, the puzzle solvers, find it funny? It, it, no. Ever? No. No. <laughs> no, because it was so frustrating. 
<laughs> Did it happen more than once? Um, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, but that would never happen now because, A, no one gets a hard copy of the paper, do they, at work? <laughs> yeah, right. Probably not. <laughs> oh, and B, but, they go um, on the internet and see what the problem was. Right. Right. Yeah, they'd see that you can't answer number one because it has 12 letters, not four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, uh, yeah. So... So, yeah, so definitely don't infringe. Don't let your fun infringe on other people's fun. Right. Well, at least not for very long. Like, maybe <laughs> once. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, so I think that... that um, one other thing we didn't really talk about is how rewards can help make work fun oh well that's true i mean that's that's a classic way isn't it yeah if you set if you set yourself as we talked about in the rewards episode um i think i i believe in rewarding effort not results yes so that you get plenty of rewards we believe that i think yeah so we can get plenty of uh plenty of rewards along the way (laughs) and that certainly makes things more fun right well and and i lived that last week when I had a big project right. to do last week. And um, and I set myself up with a reward on Friday afternoon of a 90-minute massage, which I know is like your worst nightmare. Right. But I know it's rewarding I, for you, though. Yes. I was really looking forward to it, and I set it up so that I would be done with the project before I went. And there were a lot of complications and things didn't go the way I expected them to and but I worked really hard at it all week and so I still got my massage and then I finished up the project afterwards well there you go Um, well you certainly would deserve that reward yeah well and I also sort of feel like it by getting the reward and I hadn't really thought about this until just now that by going in ahead and getting the reward, then I felt really obligated to actually finish the project. Right. <laughs> like, well, you know, I got my reward. Now I really have to see this through to the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. And did having that massage oh. on your calendar make you work more steadily on the project? It definitely did. Yeah. Because I really didn't want to go to the massage having not completed it right and, and so you discovered that it's not the end of the world that you did so actually right. there's lots of lessons there isn't there i mean that was very there smart are. To, to um have scheduled that massage yeah and and you know it's sort of we we talked about this recently that you think you know sort of cutting yourself some slack will um make you complacent and really it did quite the opposite by, you know, cutting myself in slack. Like I really, I hit completion, but there were problems. And so it wasn't actually done. And I went to the massage anyway. And, um, and then I, I created this sort of responsibility to myself. Like, well, now I really have to see it through because I got my reward. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's excellent. 
Yeah. So, um, and, and it felt more fun because I was thinking about, um, my reward, but I was also thinking about the benefit of completing the project. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is, and that, that helped up the fun factor. Cause it was really a, not a very fun project in and of itself, but mm-hmm. reminding myself of why I was doing it and the benefit of it made it somewhat more enjoyable. So another way to make work fun. Yeah. Reminding yourself of the benefits. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm glad you brought up rewards because I think that's a really, um, a, a, a great strategy for making work fun and also typically something that's within your control. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think those are, those are the, the main things is know what's fun for you. Mm -hmm. Um, gamification, rewards, um, and not taking things so seriously. Yep. That sort of button it all up into a few bullet points. (laughs) Nice summary, Shannon. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, well, we would like to know what makes work fun for you and how you bring more enjoyment and ease to your work. You can let us know by calling 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. You can uh, head over to our website at gettingtogoodenough.com and comment on today's or any day's episode show notes that was really complicated way to say that (laughs) (laughs) but you did it yeah eventually i got there comment on the show notes (laughs) and you'll also find links to all of our social media profiles there so for now thank you very much for listening This is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Well, that was fun. (laughs) It was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is the best way to bring fun into work. What? Podcast <laughs> podcasting with oh. you. <laughs> Except when you don't get my jokes. <laughs> I almost always get your jokes. <laughs> Just not that one. <laughs>